Welcome back to episode 60 this week of Lay VOTP, the voice of the people, the podcast about sense, no sense, and nonsense here, along with my two sleeping cats in this dying heat have the stuff. And you can too, if and only if you have an open mind and the ability to listen. My cats are sprawled out on the floor. They are dying in this heat. Or maybe they just like laying like that. You know, they're on their back. Just like, look at me, I'm dying. (laughs) Or look at me, I just like laying like this. Who knows? Who knows? But they're both alive. I could see them breathing, so they're good. But let's get back into Arcade Fire with, with the album Everything Now, which is their latest album. 2017, it seems so far long. God, my English, so far long ago. <laughs> it seems so, so far away. It seems, it seems a long, like a long time ago, right? 2017? But this album is called Everything Now. I had no idea this album existed. And this album is probably their best one yet. Oh my God. See, this is why I love how I'm doing my workouts. This is why I love how I'm doing it now. You pick an artist, you go through all their music, you don't pick and choose what you wanna listen to, you go through everything, and this is how you get to good stuff. I probably would have never listened to this album otherwise. So let's get right into it. Starting off with Everything Now Continued. Number two, Everything Now. Number three, Signs of Life. Number four, Creature Comfort. Number five, Peter Pan. Number six, Chemistry. Number seven, Infinite Content. Number eight, Infinite Slash Content. Number nine, Electric Blue. Number 10, Good Goddamn. Number 11, Put Your Money on Me. Number 12, We Don't Deserve Love. Number 13, Everything Now Continued. So I will not say that every song on here is... Uh, is a liked song. There's a couple that I do not like, but as a full album, this is their best. This is absolutely their best. The only one that could put a little competition is is this two from Reflector Deluxe. That's the only one. But those discs have fewer songs, and they're not as... Um, they're not like standalone albums. This is a standalone album and it's so damn good. It is awesome. I love it. Peter Pan is insane. Creature Comfort is, ah, it's, it's so good. It's so good. They have such a variety of different music here. And I think the thing I like about this band is that they keep things fresh. A lot of bands fall into the tendency of having music sound the same. You know, they'll have a hit when they first come out. And then years down the line, they'll have another hit. But it will sound very much like their previous songs that made them who they are. And I like that this band is stepping up their game and they're really trying new things and they're not doing the same old thing every single time every single time 
Um, and I would hope that a lot of bands, I would hope a lot of bands don't do that, but for some bands, it's more evident than others. And this is clear as day. Oh my God. I, I love this album. I'm super surprised. If you want to feel good and you want to have, um, how long is this album? And you want to have 47 minutes of fun, go check out Everything Now by Arcade Fire. It's, uh, it's just a good combination of, good combination of everything here. I love it. I love it. Um, good, good, uh, good final album from them. Or at least the most recent album from them. I, I, they got an uphill battle with their next album. That's all I could say. That is all I could say. And whether you've listened to this before or you have not listened to this yet, go check it out. Everything now, Arcade Fire. And now for the topic of the day. Getting to the bottom of my friend's list. So... We're going to have to start making up our own topics pretty soon. Book versus movie adaptation. Oh man, this is kind of tough for me to talk about because... I'm trying to think of books that I've read that have been turned into movies. I don't really... I don't really know. I really am. I'm trying to think about this. The only one I could think of that's like clearly in my head is the last Harry Potter book. So I did not read all the Harry Potter books. The only Harry Potter book I wanted to read was the last one because I didn't want anybody spoiling the ending for me when it first came out. So I... I... I don't even think I bought the book. I just, I, I borrowed the book from somebody. I read it. Uh, it was a bit bizarre to me because uh, I'm coming so late into the books. And the books are different from the movies, obviously. But her writing style was really interesting to kind of, to kind of get engaged with. Uh, most people that are fans read every single book so they know her style and they know how her books go for me it was kind of difficult i i was trying to figure out the style and um you know usually when you read something you have clear images in your head about what's happening because the writing like you you understand the writing and you could get pictures in your head and you're visualizing things and it was kind of hard um I I think maybe that's one thing I should do is go back and read all the books and see if I could clearly um, uh, get a better sense of 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 how she describes things and uh, but um, from what I remember going from the book to the movies I think. I mean, I think I like the movie more. It's very hard to tell, especially for me, because 
I'm a very visual person. I like I'm an animation major and um like I love film, I love motion. Um I love seeing the imagery. So to see the movies come to life is a completely different experience than than books. And I totally love books too because you can make up your own images in your head. However, it's a completely different type of thing. It's like you're creating like your own memory in your head. It's it's not physically in front of you on a huge screen. Um, somebody else's vision. So it's it's so different. It it really is. Um, I'll say for that example, I was a bit disappointed with the whole conclusion myself. Uh, not to get on the whole Harry Potter thing, um, but um, I just think that there's certain things that you could do in books that are better for books, and there's certain things for film that you could do that are better for film. And I think that if you're going into a project thinking, ooh, this book would be great for film, and all you're thinking about is the money, then it's probably not going to be coming out good. But if you're, if you're enthusiastic about the project, and you're like, oh man, this is... I'm hoping that a lot of times, like, the directors or the people that are involved with these movies, um, they're fans of the works, and they're like, ooh, I really like this author. I have a, I have really good ideas and visions for this. Let's put something together. And they're, you know, they really work together, and they form something that's, that's, like unbelievable um the only other thing i can think of which i did not read the book is say the lord of the rings like to me the lord of the rings trilogy is one of the best trilogies ever put together maybe even the best but would i get the same sense if i actually read the books i don't know i i really don't um I think that there's a very fine line into this, and again, it's on a project-to-project basis. Uh, I will say what I really am starting to not like is um, saying like animated movies to like live-action movies. Like I don't really like that kind of adaptation so I think adaptations could be okay for certain things but totally not necessary for other projects that's completely evident especially especially with the Disney live action films I mean there's no there's no point in even making these there's absolutely no point in making these there's a reason that they were animated movies and you're just destroying the characters that you already created but I went off on a tangent (laughs) I I, you know when I do this I just mm, it just I got hair in my throat that's what you get when you have cats Um, 
uh, that's when you get when you're really um, when you're really excited about film and cinema and projects like these you get so invested in it that you want it to do well and when they do a crap job at it you really feel like they just punched you in the gut um whether or not these are book to film or animated to live action adaptations i just think that adaptation should be done in an appropriate manner and they shouldn't be every damn project it should be they should be thought out projects and this has been episode swazant this week episode swazant this week of labio tv